Thanks for pressing play. You're listening to Lockhead on Marketing, the oddcast for entrepreneurs, marketing executives, and category designers with a different mind. In this episode, we're presenting another pirate perspective from the Category Pirates newsletter. Eddie Yoon and Christopher answer questions about how important it is to create a category name that resonates with people and that is similar enough to everyday language. Languaging takes thinking, but it's worth getting right. If you want more of these amazing pirate perspectives, and why wouldn't you, then weigh anchor and set sail for CategoryPirates.com. And make sure you sign up for the newsletter. And while you're there, be sure to pick up your copy of Snow Leopard, How Legendary Writers Create a Category of One. Now, hey-ho, let's go. This is Lockheed on Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout, who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. This is from our subscriber, Aunt Pew. It's a languaging question. So they say you use examples of languaging, which are not commonly used in everyday conversation. For example, I'm very familiar with Starbucks, but I've never heard the phrase dessert coffee before. Just for reference, we use this in one of our newsletters and we called Starbucks. We said they were in the dessert coffee category. So this person just wants to hear our views on the importance of the category name. Does whether or not it's used in everyday speech matter and is it relevant? Matters a great, great deal. So... If Starbucks, you know, it's it's an interesting one. Uh, in their situation, they probably wouldn't want to be known as a dessert coffee business because of for just mostly for legal liability reasons and whatnot. But like that, consumers get them as a dessert coffee business is incredibly important. And the way that they did it was by languaging something entirely new, e.g., frappuccino. They've created something. Someone correct me if I'm wrong on this. I I believe Frappuccino, I don't think is an Italian legit word from an etymology standpoint. It is an Italian sounding American bastardized version of what they were talking about. But Frappe being, you know, ice and cold, but like they, they, they language something to sound sophisticated and European, but that everybody knows is a sugar bar. They, they know what it is. And so at some level, um, your category name is incredibly important um, to be top of mind and deeply in, uh, uh, impressed on your brain because that's what consumers think about um, when they, they don't think. Of, certainly, there are a lot of places that they can get coffee. There are not many places that they could get dessert coffee. And so um, the importance of that is important, uh, not only because of the obvious so that consumers can find you, but if you think, if you read our most recent uh, mini book on simplicity is velocity, it is incredibly difficult to come up with something powerful, pithy, and poignant like dessert coffee. And so in, in many respects, not only is the outcome important, but the exercise itself is so incredibly important. And we, as we wrote about, it's not clear that you have true mastery of what you your expertise is unless you can explain it so simply that it sticks, that it, uh, it can be uh, spread like wildfire from a word of mouth perspective and that people immediately get it and that it's 
usually in the framework of two words or three words that come together that sound like contradictions. Like dessert coffee, coffee usually associated with morning, pick me up, dessert usually not. So that inherent contradiction is an important part of it. And the journey of figuring out your category name is as, as important as the category name itself. A, because you have to simplify it, and B, because of the art and the craft of putting two opposing ideas at the same time that arrests a consumer or a customer who's on autopilot and not thinking about anything and gets them to stop, double take, and say, what in the world did you just say? And let me learn more about it. 100%. Let me come in with two examples, uh, one uh, B2B enterprise and one B2C. Uh, Sun Microsystems back in the day, the early days of the internet was a very important company. And they sold computer servers amongst many other things. And they were very early on networking. They had one of the very early uh, networking uh, software infrastructures called Solaris. They had a tagline for years that went like this. The network is the computer. Now today that sounds very obvious. In the mid-90s, not only was that not obvious, many very learned people thought about that statement, the network is the computer, for years, and then had a delayed aha, which is, wow. It's about the network, which is a, a function of a bunch of connected computers. It's not about one computer. Wow. So that's an example of uh, a category POV around the internet, networked computers, that is purpose-built to stop people in their tracks and make them think. And it's one of the most extraordinary POVs that ever did that and was a big part of um, driving the internet. Here's a consumer one that, that's going on right now. Um, there are a lot of people who like uh, the taste of cocktails. Uh, cocktails have been getting more and more popular. Uh, mixologists have emerged as a category of a uh, bartender who can really do something special. There are a lot of people who would like to drink these drinks who for one reason or another would like to drink them without alcohol in them. So there's a lot of things that that could be called. They could be called alcohol-free cocktails. That would be a very normal name. But what we have here is strategic languaging and the use of a brand new portmanteau. Portmanteau being taking two words and putting them together to create a new word. And this is why this category of, of, of alcohol-free cocktails in part has exploded. And the category name is mocktails. And uh, you can have a very tasty mocktail. I have. I, I asked them to put alcohol in it to make it even better, but <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> just a quick, quick, quick segue here, Christopher. Yeah. Keurig, I can talk about this now because it's all you know out there in the open. Um, big innovation, obviously, hot single serve coffee. Second big innovation was, if you remember, uh, Keurig Cold, which was all about soda. And to much, you know, uh, uh, much of my, my dismay, had tried very hard to argue bad second category to tackle. Right. There is no problem with soda. There is no on-premise soda, but, and there's no super premium ding-dong soda to create a price gap. What they should have done was exactly what you had said, is mixed drinks, 
cocktails and mocktails very easily. Mocktail, easily done in a K-cup. Add your own booze. Good to go. Or not, There's, right? Mocktail or, or cocktail. Mocktail or cocktail. And there is technology where you could have dehydrated alcohol into a powder. Now, there's a lot of, that's a little bit of a third rail because that can be tricky and <laughs> sticky for a lot of reasons. But that being said, uh, uh, alcohol mimics the category dynamics of coffee in a way that, and, and partly you, it makes me wonder, had I thought of the languaging and gotten that right, maybe we would have been more convincing about that of cocktails and mocktails. So, and, and, it, mocktail is legendary category design, and there's no doubt if you look at the popularity of mocktails, it has been in part driven by the powerful, super smart languaging that creates the category. It's even fun to ask for one. You don't feel like a donkey in a bar or restaurant acting for a mocktail. It's kind of cool. I was just looking up K-Cups, and they actually have Kahlua coffee now. So there, there would have been a great overlap between... That was the bridge. You between, just nailed uh, it. Because people, I mean, you can have Irish coffee. There we go. And some of us like an Irish coffee one morning and a Kahlua coffee the next morning, or maybe just a Bailey's and coffee the next morning after that. There's a lot of variants here. <laughs> new categories create new categories. And they only talk to supers. There you have it. You can get more of these pirate perspectives in everything else Category Pirates by heading to CategoryPirates.com today. Don't wait.